Layuna 625 represents over 2,000 men and women who build infrastructure for major construction projects in Windsor, Essex, and Chatham, Kent, like the Herb Gray Parkway or the Gordie Howe International Bridge. They also provide a pre-apprenticeship construction craft worker training in their state-of-the-art training center in Old Castle. Get the right skills for a rewarding, solid career in the construction industry. Join us, learn more, earn more. Check them out at layuna625.ca. Delta! Woo! Woo! And welcome everybody. It is episode number 37 of Hat Trick Hockey, brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. Rob, go ahead, just crack it. You know what? These guys are all, we got a bunch of farm animals on with us today. So it's going to be a little bit of a different episode today. Uh, real quick off the hop, we're going to explain the whole Josh Gratton thing. So we had Josh booked. Uh, we had a little bit of a issue with a, his like, I don't know, just he had some shit going on. So Josh will be on with us at some point. We will get him on. He said he would come on. So th- with that, um, the boys there, the boys have been working hard. Drew's been busting his ass on all the all of the editing shit for us. Rob's been tracking us down a bunch of interviews, all that shit. Yeah. So the boys took the week off. So the boys are back now. We're ready to roll. We got a great episode today. As you guys heard off the top of the show there, you heard that kick-ass music, which is done by these two cats right here. This is Willie and Charlie. They are from the band Ignore the Evidence. So those cats are yeah. sitting in. So those cats are in with us today, but we'll bring in Rob. Rob, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Russian blondes as usual, boys. As usual. This is like the land of misfit toys, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And we'll bring in uh, Drew. Drew? What's up? What's going on, man? How's everything? good man good and we and we got the boys from the band too charlie willie hello how's it going what's going call, on guys call me a cat earlier, i'm more like a dog are you still trying to call us pussies or <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we track these fucking guys down to get these guys on for an interview holy crow i mean you know we're busy uh getting calls from you know agencies from all around you know our houses and stuff. <laughs> I got paparazzi's fucking trying to check me out, see if I'm having sex and shit. It's like I get. <laughs> so as you guys can tell, all the, the groupies. This is going to be a very interesting episode. So uh, while we have the boys here, we'll get to the band stuff in in a little bit. A couple things here. So Willie and I are uh, we're the Wings fans, which Willie oh. we know that we got some rebuilding to do, right? Lots of it, Lots obviously. Of it. So we're in we're in for it there now charlie on the other hand charlie is a flames fan i was gonna say the oilers just to fuck with them just because yeah (laughs) but flames are now starting to play good now that they made that coaching change there right yeah yeah you know sutter's a gritty tight hockey player and i like what i've seen as far as getting most of the guys in in the game rather than, you know, mm-hmm. depending on your, you know, top three or six, you know, cause those second, you know, the depth lines, the third and fourth lines are the lines that are going to help you out when it really matters. I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't think we have the team to win the cup. I'm a realist. 
You know, if we made the playoffs, if we made the playoffs, we'd probably get ousted by a better team because there's a lot of better teams right now. So that's just the way it is. I mean, Wings fans know how it is. Year in, year out, you just want to play good, you hope to play good. But we've watched our team win, what, three times, Ant? Four. Four. See, look at that. 97, 98, 02, and 08, buddy. (laughs) Bowl, bowl, bowl. And then we got Drew. My fucking team won. It was a bowl. Yeah. Hey, you guys keep smoking us. You'll be all right. Last time Drew's yeah. team won, the cup was probably about this big, eh? Fuck, man. <laughs> we go. can we can seem we can seem to beat teams like Toronto, but can't fucking beat Calgary. Yeah, I know. Like, fucking. But <laughs> well, right, we gotta get our, we gotta get good. we gotta get our goaltending shit straight, like big time. Now Rob over here, his Leafs are an absolute fucking wagon oh. this year, and I and I hate I'm, saying it. I hate saying I'm done it. With but I'm done. Rob, you I are. Said no uh... Leafs talk. I said no Leafs. Rob, you're loving life right now, aren't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, they, they they're putting a little bit of scare in me after losing to Calgary. Calgary of all fucking teams, you're gonna lose to. Hey, hey, I get it. I get it. They lost to Ottawa first. Oh fuck. But still, you guys beat. So Calgary won the first game and the two games. Me, and then you guys beat him the second. They're two good They've all been. Yeah. Toronto needs a goalie. I, I still think Toronto needs a goalie. But your Charlie, your team, there, uh, Calgary, they're they're coming with 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 uh, Sutter coaching now. I think they'll they'll end up being a lot better because he's got some grit on that team. But yeah. It just wasn't being utilized. I think. Yeah. I just don't think with the short season that it's going to be this year. Hopefully, Sutter sticks around. You know. Yeah, I think I do too. A like, for your for your guys' sake, I, I think that'll be great for Calgary. Yeah, Sutter and with his a... six, six brothers, he's got that all played in the NHL. You know what I mean? That's 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 insane. Yeah, yeah. I I think he was the shot in the arm that that the Flames needed. Yeah, because I think they well, had like, a... just so inconsistent, right? You know, you yeah. go from playing good one, like they literally were winning, losing, winning, losing. They're five hundred. You know, can't you got to be able to string things together here? Yeah, yeah. So, you, you go on a three game losing streak and you're fucked, especially in a shortened yeah. season. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, then what are we going to do with our coach? Yeah? Like, fuck, do we turn, do we get a new coach? Do we fucking keep Lasho? Is it fucking uh, his fault? I would say maybe give him this year and maybe next to see like how he is in the first few things of a rebuild but we got gerard gallant out there man so i don't know what the fuck's going on when it comes to that yeah but you guys like to see them for a team so like how, how do you put that on the coach you guys ain't got nobody that's so what i you, mean how it's do you like, put that on a coach and, and you know like give him give him uh what what uh bowman left for uh what's his name there, mike babcock uh, yeah, yeah but see, Babcock. You give but him see, something with the like wins, that. Though, like yeah, Babcock can. came into a winning team, so it's like sure yeah, Bowman. Then it's Babcock comes into a winning team, so you don't say yeah. much about him. The only time wins were bashing him was the minute that we went sour, right? It, it right. came to that rebuild time. So now so with Blackwell, just right. like sorry, go ahead. The, the Red Wing fans have so, been so spoiled for so long, right? You know, true. not it's missing true. the playoffs in what twenty five years or something like yeah. that. Like he was doing it with yeah. his Adirondack team as well. But as soon as it started going south, like any fans, they're going to just start jumping down the coach's throat, right? Mm-hmm. Which so. is dumb because it's, it's the truth. Right now, Blashill got handed a team during a rebuild, right? And it's like yes. I expect him to be fantastic. It's not like I love him, but I also like don't hate him enough or I, like I want to see him go. Because it, it's <laughs> yeah. true. Give the guy a fucking chance. Bowman walked in. 
great team created it, right? Babcock walks in yeah. and the team is still fucking great. So it's just like, it makes them look good. Mm. Now it's like that. The yeah. only thing we have to shit on, because we know we got prospects mm. is our coach. So all wings right. fans are definitely horrible. I'm not trying to be a dick or nothing because I am a wings fan, mm. but lots of, lots of them don't understand the, the full game. We're in a rebuild and we got to take our time to freaking make sure it works out. Getting Eiserman in the mix. It's like, I, I have faith in that. If he likes Flashville, fucking keep him around, right? Because I don't yeah, see it course. being like a problem. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah, our team will come around. Just keep bringing up the history again. channel about when they won cups four times 800 years ago. Like, you can just <laughs> keep bringing that shit up, right? I don't keep bringing that up. My thing is like, those guys walked into a dynasty team, right? Like, yeah. for 25 years, like I said, making the playoffs and everything else. So it's like, now that we have nothing to shit on, it's like, Fire the coach. It's like yeah. he's never even had a team right, to play sweet. with. Let it play out. You gotta let it play out a little bit. Like Larkin's our captain. Not saying it's a bad thing, but like he's the youngest captain in the league, if I'm if I'm correct. Like at the moment, mm-hmm. not the youngest captain ever. But uh, like the, the guy is as soon as he got the captaincy, he's had. To me, this is his worst year, like to start. But you have all that pressure on your shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're fucking, you're, you're you're in a rebuild team. Yeah. So to be real here, the NHL is a very, very hard career, and it's not easy for any of those guys year in, year out. And to be mm-hmm. consistently good year in, year out, it's got to be really hard on them. Like, you know, yeah. we think of them as these, like, superstar-type people, and they're regular people, too, that just work really fucking hard, and they do it every single night. And it's kind of a shame to just go shitting on someone over, like, little mistakes like that. I mean, that's hockey, mm-hmm. but, hey, fuck, you know. It's one of those, like, you get out there and do it because it's a pain in the ass. It's hard. It's not easy. But yeah. same situation. We're in a goalie crisis at the moment, too. It might not seem like because Bernier's been playing great. Yeah. He got injured the other day. But, uh, like, for us, so we had we just got Grice to back him up. To me, we have Calvin Pickard as, like, uh, and, and Ant, you should know about this yeah. well enough. He's been yeah, playing. He's a, good, he's, he's a good third guy. No, he sure, but he's when he was given the chance to be more than the third guy with uh, Colorado in that, like he was a fantastic fucking goalie, and and to me, like they're they're so worried about like tons of shit. Like give the kid a fucking chance. I'm not saying he's gonna be like our make or break, but Bernie just got injured. Clearly, they're probably gearing up to try and trade him to like a cup contending team because they ain't trading Grice because he hasn't been like as stellar in the net. But that's like getting consistent goaltending. The Wings only needed a goalie that could stop about 20 to 25 pucks like years ago. And yeah. that was fine. Like Howard, fucking guys like that. Yeah. Perfect. And that. But now we're, you know, it's going to get like probably lit up, outshot almost every game. Uh, so when we yeah. got like a goaltender that can't handle that crap, where you got like your Grice and your freaking stuff like that, that's where we run into trouble. Who, I mean, who I, I think we, we definitely need to think about a younger upcoming goalie. We always, we ditch Mrazic and look at him. He's fucking. Uh, shining bright who i think has a lot of good guys moving forward and over the next couple years is going to be drew's fucking senators oh i've heard that too yeah over the next few years bro yeah they're gonna be nasty who's that kid again what's his name stutzel or whatever yeah yeah disgusting yeah yeah he's sick we need a good goalie all the time on here that stutzel we need need a good ass goalie man we always have problems with goalies Everybody oh, needs everybody needs a good goalie. Yeah, and we yeah, got yeah, the goalie. Goalie's great one year, and next year not so much. Like not everyone can be Vasilevsky or whatever. Like and like so we got random, the, random story. Got, random story. We're gonna go with the the Flames. 
The only time I've ever been kicked out of uh, the Joe Louis Arena, now we got our, our new one. I went over to the States with a Calgary buddy. His name was John Graham. I used to work with him like uh, eight school at QSS. So hi, John. Again, I'm watching this. But uh, we, we were at the game with our girlfriends. I was with my ex at the time. He was with his wife. We're in the game. Next thing you know, like Kippersoff, because he's a goaltender. Kippersoff is his hero. We're behind their net during the second period because we were on like the home side. Second period, Kippersoff's in there. I remember Kippersoff turned around to take like a drink of water. And my buddy John just looked at him. And he's just like, Kipper! That's like his hero, right? Kippersoff looks up and he waves at him. All I did was step in front of my buddy and be like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds later, we're kicked out. I tried to go to every door and get back in. It's like they didn't even know that we had our wives with us because I went for a smoke and I walked out the wrong door and they wouldn't let me back in. Obviously, <laughs> I had way too many beers. We ended yeah. up having to watch the rest of the game from a bar and our girlfriends came back. Luckily, the wings came back and won. I think it was 3-2. <laughs> but like, if, there you go with the Flames having a fucking good time. Just felt like I'd share that that good old freaking classic story for you. Speaking <laughs> of a game, me and Drew went to a wings and sends. Remember when we went to that Wings and Sons yeah. game there? Yeah. And it fucking yeah. went into the shootout and stuff. Me and Drew seemed like we were the fucking first ones there and the last ones to leave, man. It was uh, shit-faced. Yeah, we were there, oh, like, fuck. super early. Another we thing, should. too, that's going on right now in, in the league here, boys, is fighting is on the rise. I love it. When's the last time you guys have seen this much fighting? We'll start with Drew. What do you think, man? Fuck, I don't know. It's been a long time. He's just like, once they started uh... – with all the checks and stuff to the head and everything, that's when it really slowed down. Mm -hmm. So now that it's back, I fucking love it. I know there's I been, it. there was a game. There's gotta maybe... be some, you, there's gotta be someone. You gotta be able to like, people start giving cheap shots and shit. You gotta answer to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. And a, and a $5,000 fine. Yeah. I was, fine. Yeah. I was just going to say that like a guy can spear a guy in the fucking balls and he gets get $5,000 fine. That's fucking okay. chump change. But that's it. When they took the hitting, so when they took the hitting and the fighting out of the league, where it got like sour, like years back, that's where it's like, what do you expect? If this guy gets heightened in anger and shit, he's gonna use a stick now. He's just mm -hmm. got fucking sick. So you've seen a lot more of the spearing and the freaking slashing, all the kind of well, stuff like that. You know, playing uh, beer league, I and played in one, one beer league that was uh, full contact, Elm Bell River, good hockey. But it also was the least chippy hockey I've ever played because you're a chippy motherfucker. Someone's going to lay you on their ass because they can't. You know, you find yeah. it a lot in beer league hockey guys are whacking. It's because they're not allowed to take their anger out with their, with their shoulder. So you get a little more whack, you know. It, it put people in their place and, uh, you know, it kept people's heads up. And, you know, we were also able to go and have beers after. But it was pretty fun. Tough hockey, man. I remember getting rocked yeah. a few times. How well, it basically polices itself, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we yeah. played in that Kings League. What are the refs going to do? That's you what know? I mean. Yeah. You need that in the sport. You need to be able to Very let good. your aggression out, right? Like, if two guys want to go, they should be allowed to go. And with the NHL lately, yeah, what you've been seeing is like an increase in fighting. But it's I, to me, it's not even an increase in fighting. It's the fact that they're letting it go. Like, years ago, once they started the, trying to get it out, the refs were jumping in like ASAP. Not letting guys go if they knew it was gonna happen, or the bucket pops off, and now you got a ref jumping in there like right away, right? Yeah. Where to me this year they've been just like letting it go, like until the guys are done throwing their punches, you know it's freaking over. Like they're letting the fights go. 
that that's bringing a big aspect of the game that you're going to see a lot less like dirty shit with the stick. And it's definitely going to like, it's entertaining for us at home. Clearly. I love seeing that the wings have never been a fighting team, but it's like, I I love watching. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Their aggression on the ice because I did it myself in the day. And so did a few other guys in this fucking Possibly. Rob, what about you? What do you think on all this with all the like fighting being up? Oh, I, well, I, I, I enjoy it. I know nope, somebody needs a good ass kick and just go do it. Like it, it, it takes so much away from the game when you sit there and, and you think, well, fuck, that should be a suspension. Or if somebody would have just kicked his ass, I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And instead, nobody kicks his ass, and the guy gets away. Marshawn licking some guy's face, you know. Like, oh, oh my god! Man. You know, like <laughs> I give him the fucking Marshawn never sees right. it. We're I think the numbers are up because teams are playing each other so much this year. You right, hundred percent. A lot more grudges, you know, and they know what the fans want to see. I guess so. Maybe the refs were told this year to just let them play a little bit. But I also will say. And I think penalty calls are weak as fuck this year. That is true. Like, super weak. So, I don't know. That's just something I've kind of noticed. But I don't yeah. even know what a cross-check is anymore. Like, I just <laughs> know guys get just crushed and not even a penalty, not nothing. And you, I can't figure it out because somebody does that to me, I'm going to take that $5,000 suspension. I'm going to fucking spear them. <laughs> if you're calling it, I'll take care of it myself. I don't pull the Marty McSorley fucking – Right over the head. <laughs> <laughs> fucking head, head hunter Willie over there. Fuck's sake. Yeah, one. Look. On the yeah, opposite end, hey, on the opposite end of that, did you guys see the other night the Rangers beat Philly like nine nothing? Did you guys see that shit? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Complete fucking beat down. Yeah. Zabinajet had what six points? Yeah. Six points in the second period. Yeah. That's unreal. That's I mean, yeah. and he had a natural hat trick too in yeah. the same game. I think you have three and three. That's Daryl Sittler shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh? It's uh, it's cool for him. And, you know, uh, Philly ain't no slouch either. So, mm. yeah. That was fucked, cool. dude. I was, like, watching it, and it was just goal after goal. It was, like, one of those games that you know it's over, but it's, like, you know, you're sitting there watching, and it's, like, I wonder if they could hit 10. Like you yeah. know what I mean? I was glued to it. I was glued to it. There was like eight other games on that night, but I was glued to the one that was eight fucking nothing. I, I wanted tell. to see if they could hit ten. Like you know what I mean? Just yeah. stupid shit like that. We were playing. Chow. I remember. Right, that and too. He wasn't paying attention, so I could tell. Yeah, he that too. That game. What's that, Rob? Sorry, Rob. Well, back in the day, if somebody went up four goals, the gloves were all coming off. Buckets. Oh are yeah. Standing. Everybody's. It's a Donnybrook, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hell yeah, that was good hockey, man. Like, you didn't, you didn't run up a score like that and celebrate. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Scored my eighth goal. Woo! Yeah. And then someone goes out and tries to change the momentum. Missing. Yeah, that's where Drew walked up, drops the gloves. Yeah, that's where it never ended. Fight everybody. Drew would do it in a game that was four to three. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but that was it. Overtime. <laughs> and then Drew kicking the guy's ass, right? Overtime. We'll, we'll shoot the shit about that later. later. <laughs> we'll, we'll shoot the shit about that later. I'm going to ask all you guys this question. I want to know two things. I want to know no. who's that team who you guys thought would have been really good that shit? And Ottawa. who's the team, the opposite end of it, who's the team that you thought would be kind of shitty that turned out good? We'll start with Rob. Fuck. I know. I always do this to him. He hates it. 
Yeah, yeah, don't put me on the spot, bro. Fuck that. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't want to grab your phone and start looking through your fucking. <laughs> I thought Philadelphia was going to be a lot better. <clears throat> I really did. Uh, but it seems like they, they put a lot of pressure on that Carter Hart kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not panning out as well as everybody thought. Um, for my surprise, w- was uh, Ottawa. I think Ottawa is playing really well. I enjoy watching Ottawa. I know they're not as good as their record shows, but they could be a lot better than what's going on there. Mm-hmm. I like watching them. Yeah, I, those are two great picks. We'll go to Will. Will, you. Uh, I'd say, like, with getting Hall and everything, Buffalo. Like, they're the team that, like, it's upsetting, right? Like, they're they're in the bottom, and they are they, – they got, like, a team. They tried to, like – Draft the right guys to do the thing and didn't work out for them. So mm-hmm. Buffalo is my, I expected to be better than they are for sure. Yeah. And then when it comes to a team that like it surprised me, Florida, man. Yeah. The Panthers, like game game in and game out, they just somehow find a way to win and do the right thing. Scandal, like at the beginning of the year, there was a whole controversy. Right. They were gonna they were gonna throw them on the the taxi squad and shit. But yeah. this is the guy that's like, no, for it's like ruining a guy that was like like he has the. I think it's the top for so many years where he's unmissed games. Like he's always healthy and he's always yeah. putting up. So the fact that you're going to try to like put a guy like that on taxi squad or bench him, I was like, oh, he's either getting traded or something's going wrong. And it's just yeah. like they were going to make that stupid choice. Mm-hmm. So to was me, Quinville? Is that Quinville there? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, who, who'd you say? Quinville? Yeah, Joe I think I didn't expect anything like that from him. That, that That's crazy. And, and Yandel is just been a stud like his whole career like he's close to 900 games straight right that's what i'm saying how do you say how do you try to put a like a fucking oh i'm just gonna put this guy in the taxi squad bench him or whatever that's yeah that's that's how his streak was gonna end they were gonna healthy scratch yeah and then they played him and i think he got two assists or whatever yeah he scored scored. yeah Yeah, he scored that that game that they were gonna sit him he come he came so he did score that would have been uh Blasphemy to the game of hockey if they sat sure. him. Yeah. Sure. The fact that it even came up is just silly, you know. Okay, so now I'm gonna pass it to Charlie. I'll do Anthony's job. Yes. Good right. job, buddy. Thank you. I was gonna say Florida for my surprise, but again, I feel like they've been on the verge of being really good for a little while, you know. And uh, a lot of the other teams that are doing really well are ones that I thought would. Seeing uh, Toronto, we'll see how they do. To finish up the season, but seeing them do well is awesome. I'm most disappointed in my Flames. I thought they'd at least be top four, mm-hmm. and they're just un, they're just boring to watch sometimes. Other nights, not so much. But I mean, again, not that I thought that they had a team that was going to bring home a cup, but I just thought they in the alternating division division. I thought that they'd be a little bit closer to the top. But you know, you got Edmonton's playing pretty good. I mean, as they should. They got the two best players in the league. Yeah. but you always got that feeling that they're going to implode at any time and they just seem like they're not. So, man, I'm just glad to be watching hockey. In this <laughs> and I like the fucking, I like the divisions kind of, and uh, you know, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Drew. I thought Ottawa would be better, honestly. Like <laughs> I know I listen, listen, I know, I know we're in a rebuild and everything, but like with all, like all the guys, all the young kids we ended up getting, and then we got Matt Murray. I was like, okay, you know, like, and then he shit the bed and didn't, everyone's hurt now. We have no goalies. 
<laughs> it's fucking like it's disappointing. I honestly haven't really watched. So now it's who's fucking, the team? Who's that team that shocked you? Honestly, like Will said, Florida. Yeah, they've been actually really good. I was surprised, but yeah, I don't want to take a whole cup. I'm gonna say uh, the team who I thought would have been way better was the Rangers. I thought they were gonna be well like, nine nothing, man. How much better do you want? No, I know, but I mean just overall, like they were fucking like I would look up and down their lineup. I'm like, oh my god, they got a bunch of snipers and I know they they, get, they, they got laughing there too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they got the first overall pick and yeah, who's there who's between the pipes for them? Uh it's some uh, Russian kid, I think. Yukovich or no, that's a Oh, my dad. I don't know, but yeah, he's like super good, but I don't know. They're kind of on the like climb now. Yeah. Um, the team who has shocked me is uh I like Carolina a lot, man. Well, that's good. They've uh, also been on the verge of being very good for the last couple of years, you know. But just I love their coach too. Like Rod fucking Brendamore is top. Rod the bot. He is a players coach he gets the best out of his guys they will fucking go through a wall for him so i could see them in the next five years winning a cup so i could definitely see that happening so those are going to be my two teams so last thing i'll ask you guys is overall who's going to win the cup i'll start with drew honestly yeah i i honestly think toronto I don't know why. Well, they wow. should. They fucking have Rob, everybody. Fuck you, Rob. <laughs> no, honestly. Toronto, Toronto, like, Toronto for a long, long fucking time has been getting better and better. And they're fucking – honestly, I've watched more Toronto hockey because Katie's a, a Toronto fan. I've watched more Toronto hockey, and I barely watch any of that. But we watch more Toronto hockey because it's just better to watch. Yeah. Ottawa's fucking boring. They're in – well, they should, like they got all the fuck, all the guys they got. They should be. Drew, when Ottawa plays Toronto, Ottawa is a good game. Those are good games. It's a whole different other level when they play Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Like if that team could play like that against like other teams in their division, that that their yeah. their team would be up in yeah. the top three, I think. Well, they've beaten everybody, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. At least once, you know. And they but it's like, it's like play plays. a game, take the next one off. Play a game, take the next two off. Play a game, you know. So, Rob, you're obviously going to say the Leafs. I've been saying it all year. Yeah, and you have. And Truly believe it, though? Every year. He does. He, no, he's saying he's – Oh, no, not every year. I, this year, I didn't go with my heart. I went with my head. And yeah. I honestly think that they have – the skilled team to do it. The only thing that I think Toronto needs is a goalie. But uh, but who do you get? Who's out there that's available, right? No, no there's nobody available. You know, they, they they had a chance to get Flurry. They should have went after him when when he was on the outs in Vegas, right? Yeah, but yeah. they didn't go after him. They thought Anderson's the guy. Like I don't see Anderson being the guy. I don't see uh jack campbell the, like guys 28 nine years old and never had a starting position and now all of a sudden he's going to take the spot two, two shout outs in a row yeah so, uh, he's got four he's got four starts and four shutouts come on oh, wow campbell. Awesome. but i don't I think, honestly that think i think goaltending in the nhl is the hardest job in the nhl that they could possibly be you know it's you just don't hear of guys – you hear of guys being good 
for long periods of time, but always having their downs. You know, look at Carey Price. Look at, like, even Jacob Markstrom. We spent all this money to bring him in. Where I thought with big, big save Dave Riddich, you know, he was a good, maybe not great goalie, but good enough that if you're going to spend six mil a year for the next five years, like, get us. Get, get a stud that's going to help the team yeah. more. Yeah. I like Markstrom and everything, but if you look at what he's actually really done for us, not a whole lot yet. Maybe it's the team, maybe not, but I would have rather them spend the money on someone to play with Johnny and Monaghan, maybe, but well, that's just Charlie, me. I thought this was my question. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was just going on your goaltender thing because I heard yeah, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> you know, it's the hard, it is the hardest position in the league to play. But other than that, I, I really think that they should go after that Sam Bennett that plays for your team and get, get some more grit on, on the Maple Leafs. I love that guy. I love the way he yeah. plays. Good you know, player. great centerman. And yeah. he will break your face. Yeah. So Simon's yeah. Can't, or Simmons can't do it all. I, I'm just saying they need – you can't have one line with that tough guy because they don't have anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. And you look at all the teams that have won the cup over the last five, six years, everybody's had two or three tough guys. So, yeah, true. I'm so still Rob, going with the Leafs. So, Rob's going Leafs. Charlie, who do you got? If I was a betting man, I would say Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, or Washington. But Tampa Bay would be pro- just because it's the way the league is. They're good. They're good. They've been good for a while, they got the experience. I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. Well, Edmonton. Oh, I would die. I'd be like, ah. I'm sorry, I did. <laughs> <laughs> on paper, on paper, I'm going to go take a piss right after this because I'm going to have to say it and it's going to hurt me so bad I'm going to have to walk away. I would love to say I feel like it's the Leafs season, but I hate the Leafs, so I can't say that. I'm going Edmonton. <laughs> you already said it. You he already said it, man. and it's on video. Yeah. And when you oh, say God. it, I'm gonna magnify it. <laughs> hey, hey, don't post that shit. My dad will fucking lose it, man. Oh yeah. Hey, which leads me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. Yeah. I'm gonna say the same thing I've been saying all year, and I'm gonna say Las Vegas. Oh. I like uh, like Flower is an absolute wall right now. He's on fire. They're the firing playoffs all coming cylinders. And they fucking gas him again. Mark Stone is unreal right now. And got to me, they're firing on all cylinders. And to, I've been saying it all year. They're my pick. I'm sticking to it. And Rob and I got a box yeah, of beer on it. So when Willie gets back here from hitting the pipe, because he's not <laughs> doing whatever he's doing, we'll start asking you guys a little bit about the band here. Cool. Fucking Willie, your world, bud. We're just living in it. Here, who pisses in the middle of a podcast interview? That's what I want to know. I have no choice. This fucking candy ass. All right, right, boys. So, I didn't wash my hands. You just touched it. If I got to piss, you're going with me. (laughs) So, uh, we'll get into. The fucking band, boys. So, how long? What have band? You, 
Ignore the evidence. Come on, fuck. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, I forgot about that. So, how long have have like you guys been in the band? Did you form the band? Was it already there and you guys joined? Like, how did everything come about? You go. You said it. So, me and Willie were in a cover band beforehand for a few years, playing you know just old classic rock tunes, dabbling in a little bit of writing our own stuff, but. Uh, the guys in in that band decided to go their own way. What was it called which again? Which left us kind of, you know, with our fucking... What's that? What was it called again? The band was... before was Rodents and Rebels. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I was like, fuck. I knew I knew that. Yeah, was, yeah. Was something you know, to do with the mouth. We had a lot of good times. and played a lot of fun jokes. Um, so it kind of left us in the dust a bit. And we were like, hey, you know, let's just start jamming ourselves. And Willie had these songs... That he, he kind of showed me that I had never really heard. And I was like, Jesus, fuck Willie. Like, let's put a band together and write the song and get these songs out there. So that's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was going to be a Weezer cover band to start. Like, so we went to Charlie's basement when he used to live at the Goat House. Many people were probably probably there. Went yeah. Charlie's basement and uh, we were starting to like jam some Weezer songs. And next thing you know, I was like, oh, I got this like song I wrote. And Charlie's just like, oh, so like, you play bass for us? He's like, what do you mean? Like, you wrote, I'm like, well, I, I write some songs. So I showed him one of the songs. Next thing you know, Charlie was actually playing drums that night. So like the, the first song ever, which is, uh, it's lost on our 10 song album you can find. Charlie was playing drums that night. And next thing you know, once he heard it, he's just like, we need to make this like a fucking serious thing. Let's like start a, an original band. Forget this whole cover shit. We'll just play some music songs and some covers at the show, right? So it kind of okay. started there. That's sick, man. Um, Where did you guys come up with the lyrics for our intro? Oh, so your intro, um, you know, we had uh, right here, you know, right here, pretty much. But it was twenty-seven beers later. So, I, can, I can tell the truth, by the way. In my head, I was hearing that fucking song, you know, hey, <laughs> right, that you hear in the stadium all the time. So I was like, I knew we needed something like that, like a chanty kind of thing, um, you know, something with the hey. And uh, I literally just picked up the guitar. Or did we come up with the hatchet talk first? I think we came up with the, the vocal pattern first. Yeah. So like, I was sitting here and he's just like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, well, it could be something that's just like, duh, hey, duh. oh, I'm like, it could be something like that. And Charlie's like, that's it. That's it. He yeah, grabbed yeah. his guitar off the wall, like one of the and whatever behind us. And yeah. And just played it. We made it up. And I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm going to go record this. Because we, we had that like days before, out of nowhere, Charlie messaged me and was like, hey, so we got to do that uh, like song for the podcast. I'm like, all right. It's just like the only problem is it needs to be done by eight tonight. Like came to do. Everything, everything else. Oh, for real. I had to race to Annisburg because I live in Windsor. I had to sit with like our guy, like Hardcore Al, who he's the older gentleman. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I sat with Hardcore Al, and we had to come up with it. So we put some parts to it. Charlie came in. The band came in within like. Literally 24 hours, we had that song like ready to go to you guys. But it, it was something that came last minute on the spot, but literally right where we're sitting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now, this isn't the first time that you guys have been involved with hockey. You know, you guys played at a Windsor game, didn't you? Spitz game? 
we did. How did that? We like... would uh, love to owe the, the chance to do that to a good friend of ours that's helped us get a lot of cool shows, David Michael. He runs uh, the Rockstar Music Lounge over on Central Ave. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've been lucky enough to be one of the first bands that he calls when anyone so when someone calls him with something like that. So he had called us and uh, me and just asked us if we'd be into, you know, doing something like that. And, you know, of course, we said we jumped at the opportunity. We had no clue what we what, what it entailed, but we jumped at the opportunity. And, it, you know, so we played a little bit as all the fans were walking in and then we played a little bit before old Canada kind of thing yeah, on the that. Jumbotron. And it just also happened to be, was it Mickey Reno night that night? I'm pretty sure. And, oh, no, and, it was Steve Pietro's night. It was a slide. He yeah. had played his last game and he was leaving because he was going to go to the Canucks. Because I ended up seeing him when I was walking through like the VIP section to go to a bar. Yeah. I saw him and I'm like, I stopped him and had a chat with him. So the place was- Did he sign your tips? No, he probably just didn't give a fuck oh. about listening to this drunk oh. guy being like, yo, we're playing up in the corner, man. How are we going? <laughs> yeah, we get there. Yeah, we, have sorry. To carry, we had to carry our shit so far. That's like, you got to tell up, this. up the Titan Tron thing. Like, yeah, I felt all... like I was WWE. Like, coming in on Walking that catwalk. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, across the ice to where we were. And uh, yeah, we had a really fun time. Um, we got... So our we would have had like one chance to play while the game was going on, like during uh during like a stoppage, but it literally was like a three second stoppage, so it kind of got cut short. I didn't see the red light go on, so we couldn't yeah. play. It so, was like a light would go on, that, we play a light would go off. There was like stopped, over four thousand people there. We that's had a blast, cool. and we were able that's to just like, enjoy the VIP. We snuck our own, snuck our own beers out there. It's so fucking sweet, man. <laughs> yeah. And they, they win or lose in overtime. I think we lost. I think they lost. It was a really good game, like 6-5. Spitz came back late. So it was, it was cool. But, yeah, you have to get there. So, like, getting there, you have to drive to the back. You're going to have to try and find your entrance. Because you're like, oh, I'm playing WSU Spitfire's game. You're like, this can't be, like, too crazy. So you had to show up hours and hours before. But, like, getting there, finding the door we even had to go through, let alone we had to take some elevator up all the way to this, like, one floor, we're like, oh, this will be easy. We got all our gear on a cart. Cool. Until you find out you have to walk the catwalk, like, honestly, over the ice, like a small little real catwalk. I'd, I'd be shitting my pants, man. Yeah, we had to grab our stuff, like, one by one and just lug it all over this corner, right? So it, it was interesting as hell. It was like a whole different experience. What you see, it's just like, oh, yeah. you show up and the band's playing in the corner. Everything's fantastic. But it's like the hours and hours and hours before that, we have to try and prepare and get everything in there. It's fucking insane. insane. <laughs> but it, it was a hell of an experience. Because like they, you play, they put our, our, like our name on the Titantron and everything yeah. else. And like you're playing and everybody's hearing you play. You're just praying they hear what you hear. Which is majority yeah. of the time when you're behind the mics and speakers, nothing. So like you, you pray they can kind of just hear something that sounds like decent because you can't hear yourself out there, right? Hey, so one, uh, like when can we actually get some live fucking shows again and stuff? Like when do you guys think that will actually happen? With the nice weather, you might see a little bit more of those like driveway shows. I mean, fuck, I got a driveway. You guys know. <laughs> Fuck, I got a driveway. <laughs> hey, come say hi, Luke. Here we go. Luke, this is our, uh... what's up, buddy? Luke, what's up, dude? Say hi. What's up, bud? <laughs> what's up, buddy? 
<laughs> um, yeah, you know, hopefully soon, even though, you know, with every, all the restrictions, you guys have been through it just as much as everybody else. It's a slow, yeah. slow go process. We're mm-hmm. glad just to be able to get back and working on new stuff in the, in the studio oh, yeah. because we've been working real hard uh, on a whole bunch of new tracks. And hopefully, you know, by the time that kind of gets done is also the time that they're rolling out, having more people in bars and being able to play. But like mm-hmm. I said, I got to fucking... Let's let's throw a party, man. I, you know, it's good. <laughs> yeah. so I'm about to drop the nets with uh, Patrick Hockey summer yeah. party, bro. I like maybe, it. Maybe you guys jam for the one one year anniversary. Hey, for sure. We love playing free shows because we never get paid anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really good at not paying anybody. Yeah, <laughs> we're right. great at that. We can. We just That's enjoy it. Hey, Charlie, we're we're sponsored, baby. We got lots of that. Don't worry about Why it. Why don't you send some of those over here? Wait, like, post loan? <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, look, fun. Luke wants one. He's 19 hey, so- years old. Look at that kid. 19 birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, just got Benjamin Button syndrome. So, I'm, one more thing that that I have to ask you guys is where is the best and the worst spots you guys have ever played? That's a freaking month. Well, I could say the best show we ever played was opening up for Saving Able, okay. which also was another uh, opportunity David Michael gave us at the Rockstar. Saving Able had a few hits in the early 2000s, like on 89X and stuff. Uh, so it was really cool to be able to open up for them and, and, and kind of see things from the way that they see it, you know, with having, like, you know, it wasn't like we had fucking backstage and, and strippers and cocaine everywhere and, like, this is Rockstar Life. But just to kind of, like, you know, we went the day before, we met them all, we had some beers, we set everything up, shot the shit. Like, the one guy was... You know, had some trouble with some pain meds that got yeah. held up at the border. You so I was, able to, up, no, I was able to hook up with some gummies and shit. Well, the basis so. wanted Xanax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, bro. So it's just cool just to, like, you know, be able to meet some, like, dudes who have been actually on the grind for a while and, uh, you know, play for a whole bunch of people. The show went really great. And uh, so that was probably our best show. For as sure. far as worse goes, I mean, Sometimes I'd you go and the there's like band. five people there. So if we're gonna say the worst, I'd say with the old band, that Harrow. So I know you guys are Harrow boys. Remember Trees was around? Okay. Oh, yeah. fuck. So there you go. So we played a show at Trees. I mean it was a good show. No, it was a great show, other than the fact that I got so drunk. I remember so we were gonna play three sets. I only remember the first set, and I the last thing I remember is we're in like a, a bathroom to the bathroom at Trees. And I'm chirping Charlie because he used to play in this other band called Turnpike Lane. I was giving him the screws and just oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh. So you play in our band now, Rose Rails. I'm like, say fuck Turnpike Lane. I was so drunk, I was trying to make him say like, fuck you to his old band he used to play in. <laughs> Let alone, there was a moment of silence. Right when we went back up for the second set, that now I'm blacked out. I remember nothing. But there was a moment of silence, Charlie said, for somebody that had passed away. They tried to call a moment of silence. I didn't hear it at all. Charlie was like talking on the mic. Next thing you know, I'm like, put your fucking drink in the air. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you I had no drug. idea. Charlie was so mad at me. I remember waking up in my bed the next day, having no clue. All I remember was playing one set and then waking up in Amherstburg. And it was just like, I guess I played the best next two sets of my life. Charlie was like, you were the most energetic. Never missed a note. 
black right out. No <laughs> clue. So I'd say that that was our worst show, but still the best show. Because yeah. in there you were packed, we were packed into a tight corner with a five piece band trying to play for like we, we packed the place out. But packing trees out with what like 20 people? Yeah, but no, but I mean like <laughs> where's the where's the shittiest I don't mean by the like freaking quality of the show, like Where's like the, the shittiest bar or something that you played in that was like, what the fuck when you walked in there? They want the shittiest bar. Charlie's going. Okay. okay, Charlie's got the answer. I oh, Charlie, like without hesitation, was already yeah. like, yelling an answer. There's no way you have the answer. Like, I can't even think of it. Maybe can't just put Darth Vader it. next to you, Willie, and let it talk for Charlie. Yeah. Vader can talk with Charlie, no problem. But then Charlie shows up like Darth Vader. Oh, you brought me a pop I have Luke's father. You brought me a pop, yeah. dude. Oh, <laughs> the biggest <show>. <laughs> <laughs> place I ever went in was, uh, or did a show in, was one of my first shows, actually, like, as far as playing live shows in, hey, 10 years ago. So The Blind Dog. Okay. Which a lot of people... It used to be, was it Club O at one point or whatever? I don't know. It yes. was a big fucking place. Like, yes. empty. It was Club O. I was at that show. I wasn't playing with Charlie so, at the time. This is with Turnpike Lane. The band yeah, it was with Turnpike Lane. Um, <laughs> fucking you know, we got a big show. It's a huge fucking place that, like, you know, like Papa Roach played there and, like, packed it out. I think Corn played there. And, like, so we're playing this show. There's literally, like, four people, and they're standing fucking way at the back. But that's not even it. I go into the bathroom because I gotta take a shit before we go to play the show. <laughs> and you open the door and there's literally like a leaking ceiling, like <laughs> dripping onto the toilet. That was a blind dog for sure. Yeah, dripping right onto the toilet. So I had to tell the guys, like, I gotta run to Mickey D's to take a shit. Like, Windsor bars are pretty bad for their fucking bathrooms for some reason. Like, they'll throw a bathroom in the fucking worst condition just so it passes code and like, Okay, we got our men's bathroom there. Like, they doll out the women's bathroom, and it's just like, Jesus, man. Like, like I'm a guy who takes shits a lot. Like, fuck, I need somewhere oh, to do so, that. So, because you couldn't take a Have you met stand, me before? It was the worst venue. That's what he's saying. Couldn't take a problem. Oh, and there was other things, too. There was a the guy opened the door, and there was a room literally with so much gear that literally looked like someone just tossed it in there, like speakers and, and just. And then what eventually ended up happening a few months later is. Like there was like an insurance claim, someone set it on fire, which I think it, it was the guy. I don't know. If you don't know, allegedly. Yeah, so. Rob, do you uh, it didn't do you have stay open very much longer? We'll put it that way. <laughs> Rob, do you have anything you want to ask the boys? No, my my question was where they come up with the lyrics for the song. Oh, okay. Hey, um, well, your guys' podcast name. <laughs> it's the only lyric. So that was all me. That was. All... <laughs> I thought it was funny though. I thought it was funny to ask you. Technically, you guys came up with the lyrics. So. No, there's pretty much no lyrics to that at all. Hey, I so... want to ask you so how what? Patrick Hockey, the name Patrick Hockey, oh, came to be. We're interviewing you. Oh, this is one thing I wonder. I don't know. It Not was me. just I didn't come up with it. Ant did. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I'm was... just riding coattails right now, bro. <laughs> So I don't know. I was just at work. I've been like really like thinking about this for probably like a year or so or more thinking about doing this whole like pod thing. I always liked it. So uh, I was just at work one day and I had a friend, uh, Kendra, who used to produce the show when we first started. Okay. 
just got engaged. I don't know her well. Yeah, she did. Not, yeah. So congrats to her, by the way. So congrats. then, so her and I are shooting the shit on the freaking line at work. I was telling her, like, I was really thinking about doing this podcast da, 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 and she's like, well, I could help you launch it. She's like, I could edit it and do everything. Like I could help you. So she got us like set up with freaking Podbean, everything. And then we just fucking, I got Rob on with us. I was supposed to have a couple other co-hosts didn't pan out. Um, I asked Rob and it was like, I asked Rob and then Rob was just like, all right, let's go, man. So it's been now it's been me and Rob ever since. Well, we've had Wally for a little bit, but that is whatever, I guess. But, and then, but now we're just, we're back to me and Rob and well, we had uh, Billy there too. We had him on with us. Billy did a great job for us too. And then, uh, and then we got Drew on. So Drew came with us and now Drew's doing all our like audio video. Drew does like, well, everything for us, <laughs> shall I say. God, what a total beaut. So Drew's, Drew's Don't done tell a bunch everybody. Of, yeah. So Drew's done. I, like, a rest, everything I have a reputation so. to withstand. So that's kind of, <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, so then we got a bunch of sponsors. We hooked up with laser art is doing our merch. Click the link on the page. And uh, that's nice pretty segue, much bro. Yeah. As far as the name though, was there names that you had had picked, and then like, oh, there's already uh, there was yeah, there name. was some, there was some, but there, there wasn't. But any time I like thought of one, I like looked online to make sure that nobody else had it, and then I would look, and then there was like, oh fuck, they had it, they had it. So this was like honestly one of the first ones that somebody didn't have. So that's why I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, picking, picking a band name for us, and you gotta imagine how much oh. more bands there are than podcasts yeah um yeah like you know running into that you come up with something that you like that everyone agrees on well let's make sure that it's not been used before and facebook's really good you just search it up if it comes up it's been used right yeah. so like you know it took us a long time to settle on ignore the evidence for sure but. so i mean the names are hard one of the things too that i've always wanted to ask you guys too because you guys you guys like travel around a bit too right once in a while while you do your shows so you guys are here, there, everywhere. So I want to know, what is one of the funniest things that you've seen at a show? Like something that almost made you stop on the mic or stop with everything. Something that just made you laugh that you seen out in the crowd from the stage. Go ahead, go ahead with that girl for that show. So we were playing a Halloween show, and uh, it was it was pretty bumping, but like it was kind of getting <laughs> to the end of the night, and things had died down a little bit, and there was. Uh, a certain lady of uh, Indian descent, I would say. You don't have to throw it. Well, I mean, no, it was, she came in late and she wasn't wearing a costume. She had a nice buzz. And, you know, all seemed great at first. She's kind of dancing and like, you know, one of the only people kind of, you know, partaking in the dancing at that point, everyone else was drinking or whatever. And, uh, you know, I must have got a little bit too close because the next thing you know, like her, her hand is just grabbing me right in the crotch like she walks up and grabs me right in the crotch there's video of this shit. Um, so i kind of you know like i'm wearing these, these super tight pants you know <laughs> anyways so i back up and like i kind of mentioned it to him and he's like oh fuck which one like he's like i'll go talk to her next thing you know he's pulling her he she's pulling his mic down and knocks it over and pulling on him and it was just like this whole ordeal she ended up so she's like ended up grabbing his crotch, but like later on, we actually have video of all of this on our site too. 
later on, yeah, she like I went up to talk to her and say something to her because I was gonna tell her to step away from the stage. She was like sitting on the stage by herself. There's video just fucking like just hammered, right? So I went up to try and say something to her mid midway when we we're playing a song that we have called Crime. And I'm talking to her. And now I got to go back to the mic. It's like a singing bird's going to come up. She grabs my head and she's still like trying to drag me and talk to me, talking to me. So I go, I go and I get loose. And we all had alien suits on that night, me and Charlie and that. So they're full screen. So you can barely even see through them. This girl, once I went back to my mic and started playing, she had leaned in and unplugged my guitar. Like I had absolutely no clue. So I'm still playing and singing. <laughs> Not nothing, right? Because we don't hear shit. Nothing's coming out of my guitar. My my big buddy Alex Terrell, he's a big follower of the band. He's probably like number one fan. Uh, he actually, you see him trying to plug me in while I'm playing and singing, like a couple fail shots, right? And then he gets that perfect shot and he plugged me back in. I had absolutely no clue. It's like that's being a G and a friend. But yeah, this chick, even him, as soon as he turned around, she started trying to like grab him up and he had to like push her back. This girl got kicked out, I think, two songs later. Yeah, like, uh, they ended up walking out of the Nothing crazy, yeah, but no, but still, she was a little. She meant well, just long night for her. <laughs> she meant well. Somewhere to, have a drink. <laughs> somewhere to have a drink, and she walked into this, you know, show going on. So she, she wanted to take Charlie home. You know, <laughs> the guitarist, the way he plays with those fingers, can't freaking wanted some it. alien loving. Yeah, <laughs> there is video of it actually, so I can always send it. To Ant, yeah, you it. should you should send me that, dude. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, web page. So, uh yeah, we have a web page. It's just uh, it's Facebook. a Facebook page. If you search, ignore the evidence, okay. or whatever. Well, I was just gonna stuff. say, well, you you guys should plug it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. plug all, all your stuff, boys. What do you guys have? You guys have Facebook. Right now, you can find our first album on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. Uh, yeah, like all the streaming platforms. We use uh, DistroKid, so it helps us get our shit out to everywhere. Um, we're working on a, a three-piece EP release. So what we're going to do is release kind of shorter albums, three of them consecutively in a short period of time. Four or five songs an album. Just, you know, to get something out there. So by the end of the summer, we hope to have about 16 new songs released all up on uh all up on spotify and stuff we just uh we thought of a new kind of like cool concept for you know the three uh separately but still the same we've been working on songs since before the pandemic really since our last album was finished which is like three years ago now yeah but we just uh you know we've been working on them slowly so you know hopefully when that gets done we can start playing shows again and play all this new music for people and everyone loves it and then we get to like go to the playboy mansion and stuff yeah uh speak no evil see no evil hear no evil like that's our that's our goal like hat trick like hat trick oh, yeah, yeah there you go baby like a hat trick <laughs> bam <laughs> Um, so is there anything like, like future wise, like, I know you guys have all that going on, but is there anything like more like future that you guys are looking to do with the band? With the band, man, it's like to try and look like future. It's like you, you live in the now with the band. Yeah, so you, you write your songs, you try to record them and like the future holds whatever it holds. The music industry is what it is. I mean, it's about, you know, there's always dreams and hopes, but. We could do, we could play shooters for the, 
fuck is this guy doing? We can play shooters for the rest of our lives and still just have just as much fun. We're not in it for the money, or we would have been done doing it a long time ago. We yeah. have fun playing music, and we we gel out there on stage, you know. We have full time jobs, but our hobby and our passion yeah. is what we do. We, so obviously, we write, we write music and play it, and hopefully, people catch on to it one day. If not, I'm still gonna love doing it, love playing it, doing the live shows. With uh, with the pandemic, uh, a lot of our not on purposely or anything, a lot of our new stuff I find it, it has a personal, you know, a topic. So I feel these songs are really gonna like. Could, help some people uh you know just get through their day or you know the, with everything in mental illness mental health going on right now and you know speaking your mind and stuff i just you know i really vibe on people liking our music rather mm -hmm. than you know i don't care if it's on 89x or what all that shit is if someone comes up to me after a show i'm like hey man like I really that dig song, that that song, that song really or whatever. Like that, that means so much more to us than anything, yeah. any of that shit. Oh yeah. So sixteen new songs you can be ready to hear over the next year. Good. So awesome. everybody, seriously, look these guys up. Ignore the evidence. Check I do have one out. more question, Ant. Shoot it. So, so Willie, Charlie, whoever first, it doesn't matter. Um, who 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 was your favorite band? Like, who was your inspiration to do what you guys do? I'll go first. My my favorite band, like there's definitely two. Obviously, my inspiration and my hero, Dave, Dave Grohl. Fucking love him, man. Like I said, touched so many different bands. But it's like my my favorite two bands have always been Foo Fighters and Weezer, right? I love Green Day. They're like the 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 like probably the third if I was gonna pick it, but like those are growing up kind of like my musical influence then there's a lot of other random bands that people would never really hear right yeah but, it's really hard to put a put a mark on one well, band one as far as like Weezer, I'd say, yeah right? Weezer definitely connected us and you know with the other guys in the band but we all love so if you listen to our music which i'm sure some of you have none of it really sounds the same but it all still kind of sounds the same if that makes any sense and that's you know because it it's all the same guys playing it but we can we kind of pull from whatever we're used to like al is about 60 years old so he you know has a lot of the classic rock roots i grew up with my parents listening to classic rock you know i had a grandfather that taught music so i, I wouldn't be able to just say you know this band is the most inspiring like you know it just music has just always been a big thing and it it helps free and express feeling sure. and you know you know, like I said, Weezer, Foo Fighters, Green Day, then you got Zeppelin, you got Pink Floyd, well, you got us, Frank Zappa, like, like the list goes on. For us, you listen to those 10 songs, even that we've released right now, and they're all kind of like a little different sound or style, mm -hmm. where it's like that we didn't, we didn't stick with just one exact sound for our band, but we wanted it to be open, so we have like a room to grow, right? Like, it, yeah. we don't have to just write like that rock song, we can write that pop rock song. And then we can write that like grungy, like garage rock sound. And it's all kind of the same. Me and him switch back and forth between lead vocals. And uh, like that, that's something that would probably be hard to do with any other band. Any band that you know growing up or like listening to, they have like one lead vocalist who like yeah. they're they're the the guy that you always remember in the band. For for me and Charlie, it's like this guy, like I I took over trying to like listen to his leads. Robinson Rebels, he was the lead singer of the band. I played bass and did backups. And mm -hmm. like with our band now, I won't even call myself like a lead singer because like me and Charlie do 
back and forth. He has songs where he leads things, I have songs where I lead. If not, we're backing each other up, and it's just like we have two, five vocalists in the band, but like me and him, you know what I mean, do a lot of like the, the whoever's doing the main, the other guy's doing the backup. And yeah. it's like, I'll come to him with any any idea on a lyric, a vocal, and like he's he's my worst critic, but my best critic, because that's how like we create music. I might have a basic idea, or he might have a basic idea. I take my basic ideas to him, he takes his to mine, and then we both just work it out. And next thing you know, you have songs that you hear from Ignore the Evidence. Okay, he takes his song. Okay. Fuck. Okay, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so speaking of when we were growing up, so we'll get into some shit right when now. Did we know, when did we do that? When did we segue we into growing up? Yeah, he can stop baseball first, I guess. Fuck. So, That's breaking my collarbone. Yeah, so Charlie, if we're starting with baseball, so – Charlie's dad used to be our coach, and we can we can edit this out if we have to. But well, your dad was the first coach. Yes, but I mean, What's like, that? yeah. So our dads yeah. actually coach us. So it'd be like an every other year type thing. So yeah. I remember going to one game. We were playing. Uh, I forget where we were playing, but we were riding in a car. It was me, uh, Charlie, Drew, and Bones, and. We're like loading up all the shit from the house, all the equipment, all the bats, everything. We're loading it up or whatever. We get going, and Bones is like, "Put the ball bag in the fucking car." We're like, "Why do we put the fucking ball bag inside the car? Like, why? Just put the ball bag in the car." We're like, "Okay, whatever." So we put the ball bag inside the car. So we get driving a little bit or whatever. Bones, hey, reach in that fucking ball bag there and pull me out a beer, so so we could have a beer on the way to the game because he he had just walked in from work got changed like scarfed down his food and then he was taking us to baseball so we wanted to have a beer but it was fucking so funny I'm like, hey that's not beer on the bush it's a harrow thing yeah <laughs> everybody was doing it you know yeah, it's it not harrow charlie it's county i was never uh old enough at that point but uh i just re i just all of us started laughing i just oh, yeah. remember that like it was funny or when fucking charlie we were playing outfield and uh i'm in like center field and i'm like looking over and i'm like charlie like he's fucking he's real fidgety over there like what the fuck's he doing next you know he calls time he's running off the field i'm like where the fuck's he going now he's running off the field i guess he ran off the field because because he had to poop so we had to like i told you i take a lot of shit (laughs) yeah so we had to like so we had to like some hey drew remember that shit yeah so we had to like so literally drew we're not getting into my well i will say a story i do remember playing the harold tournament with you boys which is always like the best time of the year and fucking we're on our way back to your house i'm in your car truck with your dad and you guys or maybe just drew i can't really remember but i had to fucking go and i all like i'll remember like it was yesterday fuck you better not paint my toilet (laughs) <laughs> oh, he'll paint it too he probably cleaned it out he will paint it oh, oh god yeah. just does. one of those memories that i just will never ever forget yeah i shit in the garbage in between games at dominion golf course fuck off i was on my way to work man it was early in the morning on the way to work driving. i pulled over oh. i took a shit in the garbage barrel i used one sock to wake it up Oh, me and Charlie still used, wearing the sock. Do you remember that we used to wear the, the sock? It was one of the days we were doing a shower, 
We were doing like a couple showers during the day. Remember, I was wearing one sock. I, I seriously you were like, what the fuck is up with the whole one sock deal? It's just like, well, he's like, oh, it looks at a level. I'm like, no, nah, it's only because he only got one sock. <laughs> <laughs> And Willie, don't don't start laughing there. We remember you when we first came in Amsburg hockey. Don't okay, so there you, you, go. you want me to you want me to tell a story about how I met Oh the fuck, here we go. All right, Will. Oh, that's legendary. No, but here you go. They're the coolest. Uh... In Amherstburg, I remember them coming in to Amherstburg, and they were going to be playing house league or whatever. So, well, playing travel on the side, guaranteed. But it's like they're going to be playing house league in Amherstburg. The first year, I met these guys because they would do scrimmages where all the coaches and the trainers, whatever, could like watch, and so they could pick their team. So I happened to be on—I wasn't even on their team for this scrimmage. Definitely didn't do anything good myself. But by the end of the scrimmage, this is how I met the Godheads. I'd seen them during then. They decided to like the the buzzer goes, and where everybody's just going to skate off the ice and do their thing. They decided to drop the gloves. Pull the buckets <laughs> off with each other, and these two fucking fought each other. Twin yeah. brothers out of nowhere. They're fighting each other after this whole scrimmage where people get to like see freaking who they want to draft. And all I can remember thinking to myself is just like, oh fuck, please put me on their team next year. And <laughs> 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 sure as shit I was though. But there you go. Like that's how I met you guys. And then Drew didn't understand when I'm playing with them the next year. Like, I understand it a bit, but, like, Drew didn't understand anybody that, like, I was getting, like, a, like chirpy with during a game or fucking getting by with, I like to fight myself. But it's just, like, I wasn't maybe half as good as these guys, like, to start <laughs> out doing that stuff. So anytime I had beef with some guy, it's, like, I get in, like, a argument with them. We'd start fucking face-washing. Then here comes fucking Drew. Comes in. <laughs> he's got Richard fucking off. Starts hitting him. It's just like, I was loving it. They're standing up for me. I'll take shit. care of it, buddy. Don't hey, worry. I know. Hey, Willie. I had Willie. to let you guys know I was all about it myself, too. Which is why hey, we had oh. a lot of early showers ourselves. Fucking going back yeah. to the room. Yeah, you you got to tell Drew how your, how your dad okay, told you us want apart. <laughs> Do it. So my, Do dad, it. My, my dad told the two of you apart. We're like, even every night, I'm like, oh, I'm playing some NHL 21 with freaking uh, Anthony got that. He's like, is that the freaking dumb one or the smart one? Which one? Which one? So, no, yeah. he's always told he's always called Drew the dumb one because you, because Drew Drew Hi, was Mr. the guy <laughs> Drew it's a good thing it's a good thing because you were the first person if anything happened to me on the ice you were dropping your gloves punching the guy out and being That's kicked funny. out of the I, I've I've never never I'm just fucking around. That's it. We're Anthony. All he knows, he knows. We're Anthony was always scoring the fucking goals too. He didn't play unless it just had to happen, no. right? The fucking. I had on. goons like that where I didn't have to. I love you. I love you, fucking Drew. That's all <laughs> good, bro. That was all so good. funny though. The first, the very first time I ever met Willie was uh, in the hockey dressing room trying out for Amherstburg. When I had first moved to Amherstburg, I didn't know any of the fucking players or anything like that. Um, but I do remember like him coming in the room and like a couple of the guys giving it like, oh, you trying out a little scrawny, Willie? And he was a little scrawny, loud mouth fucking kid. He still is. But you know what? This kid had more heart playing out there than anyone I've ever seen play the game. He didn't make the team. I didn't like, <laughs> or whatever, but I know it, 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 it worked out. Because we became friends after that, I played football together. And shit, it was like it was like we clicked because 
man, we weren't the best out there, but we gave it our all always. And you, you hear coaches talking about like, if you try your hardest, you're going to make our team. And then you got the rich fucking assholes that make the team that don't do shit. And it's like, that's just total bullshit. But yeah. hey, I've, I've always done that. Even playing on new ball teams, I don't talk. I go there, I play. But these I guys, usually never end up sitting by the end of the tournament because once you see me play, you're, you're you goal, don't want me to sit. You're, so. goal scorer, you're a goal scorer like Ant. But these guys, like, like honestly, God, taught me how to fight well enough on the ice that, like, there you go. Did, were you at the game where I fought Marco well, Maggio? Well, to fucking where you wouldn't die anyways. Oh. Oh. Fuck. I, I enjoy dropping the gloves myself, too. I wear, well, I wear a full cage. Because you, you see why people want to wear a full case, uh, that 19-year-old player who just uh, yeah. took he a punch to the away. head and died. Right? Just passed away, yeah. I've never been just... afraid to wear – yeah, I've never been afraid to wear a full case because, yeah. that, man, that was a simple, like, flip yeah. shot almost that hit the guy. And you see people in the NHL taking slap shots to the head, like Taylor Hall, Rob. stuff like that. Rob. And it ends up doing them. Go ahead, Rob, I I have to ask you, and I'm not being an asshole or anything by asking you, but – when you were like younger, younger playing, did you guys wear the full or did you guys have a half or like what did nothing like you guys like? We always a bucket, that's it. That's you it. You guys were just no bucket? no cage, no nothing. Leather helmet, leather, leather helmet, leather helmet. Oh, yeah, <laughs> doing his toe drags. Yeah, it, it was when hockey was <laughs> hockey, boys. None of this shit that you guys played. No, <laughs> hey. And then you pussies took over, right? Eh? Yeah. And then everyone, oh, no, we're neck cards. We got to wear fucking face shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to wear neck cards. Neck cards. I actually almost got my throat slit. Down. Soak, soak your stick in a fucking tub of water and see how those fucking $300 sticks work out. Yeah. <laughs> you still use the wood? You still use the wood? I, that, I still have it. I've never, I've never shot a brand, those, those flexi ones. Are you ones, serious? Never, never. Oh, fuck. Did we... But I got one in the garage that weighs about 40 pounds <laughs> that I will break every stick that you guys own. The Intimidator, so, it's called. Rob still uses a wooden stick. No? Hey. Man, nothing wrong with the wood stick, Soaks man. it in the hey, shower. Hey, right hey, right hey, 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 I got the, I got the up on a flame. Now, like the, the blade in, blade out. I got, I got one of those. Yeah. When composite, <laughs> when one of these sticks first came out, I didn't like them because it, to me it made the puck feel too heavy because they were so light. Yeah. You know, so I, I I would like doing the wood blade or just sticking with like a sh classic sheer wood from fucking Canadian Tire, Paul Coffee, yeah. like fucking yeah, Paul Coffee, brick, man. Fuck yeah. yeah. I got a coho that I sat in the bathtub for probably fucking two days in water. Oh yeah. <laughs> as soon as I get somebody pisses me off, I'll break that coho <laughs> and I'll fucking snap any stick in the league. Rob, Rob, what What'll piss uh, you off? I'll be in the parking lot for a game of scrimmage here, you know? Mm. Problem. Spinning helmets. No problem. Yeah. Spinning <laughs> lids. Rob, how old are you when you got in your first, like, in your first, like, serious hockey fight where you guys dropped your gloves, leather helmets off, fucking. <laughs> like, yeah, and they folded, like, magazines, right? When you put <laughs> off, like, you have to do the fucking knock whirl. Yeah. yeah. I would no, but, say uh, 13. I want to say 13. Fuck. 
But that's when that's when all the shit started coming in with uh, oh you got to wear a visor you got to wear a cage you got to wear a, oh. a half a cage or there there's all kinds of new rules coming in when I was playing. Like Imagine how much has the game fucking changed? Eh? Oh yeah, well, you know what? And then I played beer league and I had no problem wearing the full cage. No problem. You can call me pussy. Call me anything you yeah. want. Didn't matter. Hey, guys can't shoot in beer league. Dude, I almost, lost, I almost lost my eye. So I was like, man, and we grew up playing with cages, so I can play with the cage. Now, I don't like it, but I like being able to see. I like my teeth. So fuck, anything <laughs> can happen, you know? I was saying, last year of, my last year of men's league, I was sitting on the bench, and somebody come around the net in Harrow and wired one into our bench, and it hit me right on the button. Like, didn't, didn't hit oh. anything. Just smashed me right in the face. And from then on, I, I wore a cage for the rest of the year. And it really took a long time to get used to, you know, like when yeah. you don't wear nothing and then you have to wear something. Yeah. But it was just I'll one of those weird things. Right? What's that? Yeah. And I don't even really like wearing sunglasses. Like, like I don't like wearing sunglasses in the ball field because it's like looking through a like, TV screen or something. That's how I feel with the cage. It's just, yeah. you love that free feeling when you're out in the yeah. pond. You don't got nothing over you. Playing ball, like playing play outfield. I could never wear sunglasses because they get jiggling yeah. and I, I yeah. can't see the ball properly, you know? Like, I'd yeah. much rather have glasses off, hat down, ready to go. Yeah. I'm old yeah. Never wore them don't look at the sun. Drew, do you what? wear the half or the or, or the full now when whenever you're on the ice? It's the half or none. Do you have the tent one? Who's got it up? Like I, I have, a, I have a tent one and I have a regular one. Yeah. You have a tent one? I wear. You know what? I wear I the tent one, one because because I like it because people beak me about it. Oh, it's my so, favorite. So that's the oh, one you wear if you feel like causing shit. Like <laughs> that's the oh, one because Drew people because ever because everybody fucking cries. But oh, you fucking douche! Nice fucking visor. Yeah, fuck you. Let's go. And I just give you a fucking See, nice, me, the heel of the stick on the top things. of the laces. Watch it figure skate around for a bit. <laughs> hey, yeah. one of the funniest. Someone moments. says birdcage. I just fucking take it off. Put on. Oh, that's me, man. There's Dude, my birdcage. I'll that's tell cool. you a funny, funny ass story about Drew when we were younger. We were playing minor hockey, and this kid was like beaking him all night, and I'm like, man, like, I don't like Drew. Just fight him. Like, just fucking get it over with. Like, kids beaking, and Drew like, kids brand new lid, like brand new helmet, man. Drew fucking finally says, fuck it. Drops his gloves, pulls on the kid's cage, helmet doesn't move. Pulls on the kid's cage, helmet doesn't move. I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, I don't think he's going to get this one off. Next thing you know, you hear him like a grunt and a couple fucking quick pulls. The kid's cage is in his hand. So he, when, he yanked, <laughs> he yanked off, when he yanked the cage right off the helmet, it stripped all the fucking holes. Your helmet's, it, it's it's like useless after that yeah. once you're fucking. Yeah. You yeah. But yeah, he helmet. ripped the cage right off and oh, just fuck. beat the wheels off him. I'm like, oh my God, like, kid, what are you going to learn? I was what are you going to learn, dude? Like, every <laughs> rink we go into, we cause shit. Oh, funniest fucking thing the one thing that about me and drew i will never forget is we're sitting in the box we were probably like 13 years old there was a scrum i was all pissed off we were still playing in harrow and the play is going up and down the ice and i'm cussing and swearing in the box and i don't didn't even get thrown in the box then when i was that old and drew's like sitting there chilling like his name's carved in there he's roasting a couple burgers like he's been <laughs> there fucking forever so, yeah. so, so, so i'm in there i'm 
in in the end, I'm lo- I'm losing my fucking marbles. Okay, so I'm not liking it. So the refs like coming like up the ice or whatever, and I'm like, because the refs a fucking asshole. But I said it when he got like right in front of the penalty box, blows the play fucking dead. <laughs> the first thing I said in the box. Uh-oh. That was the first thing. Yeah, I said. The ref, just like, no. Dude, the ref skates over, just starts verbally bitch slapping us, like both of us, right? <laughs> and he's like yelling at us. He's like, who fucking said it? And I was like just about to say me. And Drew's like, it was me. And the ref's like, dude, he's like, because you're a fucking asshole, Drew says. So, so <laughs> the ref's like, get the fuck out of here. That was his exact words, right? So Drew gets kicked out. He gets like, fuck, took like five games for me. Took five games for me because I was the one who was scoring goals and he was cracking skulls. So he fucking took a bullet. Yeah, took a bullet for me to stay in the lineup. So bro, I wasn't I wasn't gonna fucking change the game, that's for sure. Uh, it was fucking funny yeah. though. My, You're my, like, my I am like what did you Drew, say? One fight could change a game though, bro. Mm-hmm. One fight yeah, I know, but I've gotten kicked out of the box from fucking yelling at a ref but as he sk- sk- skated by almost same story. Fucking yeah. The ref's a fucking idiot. Who said that? Willie got us kicked out of a game. Yeah, Willie got us kicked out of a game and fucking, I think it was Essex. Because we're. Yeah, I want to hear the scoreboard tell the scoreboard. So me and Willie are fucking sitting in the box together and Willie's losing his fucking marbles. Like. Just wires crossed. He was pissed off about something. Well, this guy running the clock said something to him. And Willie, like, right away, was like, like, what'd you say? And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. So I'm sitting in there, and then the guy's like, man, 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 man. And Willie's like, fuck you. They're yelling at it. There's, fuck you, man. Told him to come out of the ball. So, yeah, so I'm sitting there, and we'll, and the guy, and then all I hear is Willie say, don't think because the glass is there, you're safe. And the guy said something <laughs> else. And then the fucking next thing I know, he's like running past me in the penalty box. I'm like, what's going on? I look down, his gloves are on the floor. He's halfway over the glass. The next thing I know, he's in the timekeeper's box. They're fighting, play stopping, <laughs> fucking just complete chaos. I'm sitting in the box, like my jaw on the fucking floor of the. So I'm like, well, I better start fighting or I'm going to look like a bitch here. So I like yeah. grab the guy skating by. We start. But it was like Willie just of all my years, I was like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like that. He got a the only guy who tried to take off my stage. I stabbed. That's what I mean. I had to go to hockey court and tell him why I just yeah, you got hockey court on that. I learned from you guys though, from the God X. I learned it all from the God X. So Rob, have you ever had to go like face the board over something stupid for twenty six games? For what? That's what you got. What did you do? I need to hear this. <laughs> yes. Unless this was back when you weren't wearing helmets. I'm sorry. Oh no, this was, this was in Essex. This was, I was probably or something like that. And uh I got I had a fight, I got a penalty, I went in the box and I was so fucking hot about it that I end up berating the, the referee. And then when I sat in the box the um what do you call it the convener was running the clock and i was still fuck you fuck you and i'm 14 years old right and and they're like no this ain't happening and so then we i go into the they they kick me out of the game now it's because it's my whatever fight that i i'm getting disciplined for that 
And they said he's getting this many games for it. And because he belittled the referee, he's getting this many games for it. I'm like, the referee is 10 years older than me. You don't think you've heard this stuff before? (laughs) Right. And then my dad is like, no, no, no. Listen, listen. I'm the one that makes him fight. I'm the one that says, hey, Sawyer. He yells it out to me. Sawyer, 2-2. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. And he's like, me and you in the parking lot. And I'm like, well, 2-2, it's time. (laughs) So, yeah, I I end up getting out of it because my dad didn't let me go into the hearing. He went into the hearing and he took all the blame for himself. And he wasn't allowed in the back of the arena or into the arena for a year. Cheers to your dad. Hey, my dad yeah, used to have yeah. other coaches. Yeah. Dads, like, if I called my dad old man, my dad was the only guy who didn't do that. If I called him old man, number one, he'd kill me. Oh man. So, like my man. dad literally, I'd be able to look at him. If I took a penalty in the game or something, or did something stupid, or even if I thought maybe it wasn't, I'd just have to look up at my dad. And my dad would be the guy that would either do like this or nothing, is. which was cool. That's where I know I'm all right. Or you just do this. <laughs> just, just, not, just one. I'd say, I'd be like, I'm going to yeah. go home. My dad's going to fucking definitely give me the whole, you're a fucking idiot. He's always been like, you don't pick fights. You don't freaking do stuff like that, but you finish them. He's always said, like, you know, you're going to get punched. Punch the motherfucker first and make sure you ain't getting the fuck up. <laughs> I popped Jimmy fight. fight. He made me fight. I didn't want to fight. I didn't like fighting. But I fucking love it. He'd be love the first it. one. My dad'd be the first one from the stands. Fucking you. Who the fuck is number 14? Hey, so I'm gonna throw something random out on the draw on right on the air right here. And so I know it's gonna happen if then you post it. So next year. Or maybe the year after, whenever COVID gets straightened out, me and Anthony playing the same beer league, hockey league. If we're not on the same team, we're dropping the gloves and we'll make sure it gets filmed and we'll do old Donnie Brook. And then you guys will we'll bleed all over my back. That's going to be the, the biggest piece of dog <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll do you one. You guys I'll just fucking go roll around in the grass with your shirts off. <laughs> yeah, no, buddy. I'm only saying that because if Anthony doesn't draft me, because he's the captain of a team this year, if he doesn't draft me on his team, then we're fighting, bro. That's it. Then we're you fighting. Like, if we'll I make was drafting people, you'd be like 18th round. So I'm no, gonna miss going. five, hey, Drew. Like, so I'm gonna miss five going. games of hockey that next season. Okay, it won't be five games. We'll do it. We'll do it respectfully. Oh, put put a beer in the back of your pants. I'll, I'll, I'll wear your I'll, I'll, hey, I'll you wear know your jersey pump. and I'll go out and shit pump them. <laughs> I know you can shit pump them. I already know I'll, you can beat them. Okay, that's Drew, what my dad. I'll just say I'll wear Ed's jersey and I'll go scrap you. Hey, Drew. What are you going to say, brother? Drew. What? Let that fight. Let that fight happen. If he don't draft me, if he don't draft me on his team, that's what's gonna happen. We're fighting center ice. It's gonna get filmed. That's you all I'm saying. You gotta tell me when they get it. When you guys play, I'll come and film it. And then you guys are gonna see Willie bleed all over my brand new jersey. Oh, God, don't draft Willie. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop till I bleed, but I'll make you bleed, bro. Drew, you were you were saying Aunt remember something? Uh, I don't know. I don't Was it regarding like that. meetings? No, he got too excited uh, watching me punching you out. That's 
Well, I was gonna say, if you guys, I was wondering if you remember when I, I sprayed the fire extinguisher in Lincoln. Oh yeah, so we, we 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 get in this huge brawl in Leamington. I want to say, so there yes. like there's fights all over the place. So there's like grabbing guys who are fighting off the ice, grabbing another fight off the ice. So we're doing it like fight by fight. So they get everybody split up. Well, me and Drew are the last two off the ice as usual. So we're in the hallway and Drew's all pissed off still, like still wants to fight. I'm like, dude, like it's over there today. He's like looking around. I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to do something. So he's like, yeah. looking around. what does he do? Grabs the fire extinguisher off the wall, yanks the pin, fills the hallway. So like it looked like it was Bro, like, there was like fucking, a huge cloud it, it, in the hallway. Like garage right so now we ran. Oh. We can't even see any yeah, of the fucking yeah. like stairs because the smoke's so fucking pouring <laughs> no. out there. Dude, there yeah, was no, shit. I fucking I denied it and denied it and denied it. And then uh we were in the dressing room and then we left. And then the next day we got a call, they had a video of it. And That's it looked like the, you know you're so on camera. They, they showed you us a video and they showed us the video and it's like I sprayed it. And it looked like a movie because we like flung the door open and we ran through and there's like a layer of smoke on the floor. So we fucking like we're running away, like <laughs> so stupid. It was so Started bad. So yeah, fucking we, doing a thriller. They wanted yeah. to spend, they wanted to spend me for 18 games and then I wasn't gonna play there anymore. But oh I ended up it, I ended it, up paying step 75 bucks. What's that? I said Ant didn't take that bullet for you. No, no. Fuck no. You guys are twins, so who would know, right? I no, we were both. We were like, shit. we didn't do it. We were like, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. They're like, yeah, I got a video doing it. Drew is the creepy <laughs> one. Ant followed in Drew's footsteps, and then they taught me both of their knowledge. So I got to be a little bit of a better hockey player and a great fighter. This is Drew. There you go. It just happens. Bleed yeah. all over him. Let him know you're there. True, I love you. I love you. You're fucking wacko. There you go. Me All right, boys. You're not gonna draft me. We're gonna end up fighting. That's it. Boys, so on that note, man, I want to say fucking thank you to you guys for uh coming in here, shooting the shit with us, man. It's been fucking great. I know Drew's itching to go watch his wrestling. It's on right so, now. I'm watching. Uh, so he's, he's <laughs> do that. Willie, I'm sure me and you are gonna fucking snap it around later when we play NHL yeah, 21. I'm snap around. I brought it to Charlie's. So <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> you guys are. No, it's funny because Ann was asking if I had it, and I was like, no, man. So Dude, why do you say snapping around? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. I know. I say. It. Oh, it fuck. I I say snip snapping it. Okay. That's oh, so you're it. even worse. You, you know what? The fuck is wrong with you? Drew, fuck you, bro. We want to say thank you guys so much for you know playing our fucking our intro every single show. Um, you know we're gonna work on. Even we're making a new one. We're, we're making know, a new one for you. guys want to do, we're always there for you. You guys, Drew's you guys have a party. We're there anytime. We appreciate you guys, you guys having us on so much. We love doing this stuff. So. Thank you. Awesome. It was awesome having you guys on. And hopefully we can get out to uh, the GL Heritage and maybe figure out a party like with the band playing out there. Yeah, maybe I can set you guys up a little gig out there. That would be something fucking we're down for anything, honestly. We could fit we could fit big, we can fit small. Don't care. We pay us in beer, we're there. I would love (laughs) to throw up on their patio. That we can do. We'll even even wear your shirt. The main reason I wanted to do this in person because then I was gonna drop some money and get some merch and stuff. Like, yes. I know you can order it and all that fucking hoo ha, but you know I'm, I'm a 
spry 34-year-old so, man. You got to make sure. You got to make sure that women's shirt, medium fits you. Oh, God. Send me a new shirt. I got to rip in this Put one. Put your shirt on. Look at this. Jesus Christ. Do you spray yourself with mayonnaise? This guy's going to try and fight Ann. Ann, you're going down if you don't draft yeah. me. I'd love to see that. Willie's That's 130 pounds of dancing dynamite right there. Hey, Drew's on my side. He's going to put the money on this. You got to ask like a 10 year old boy. Drew's going to put his house on his brother on that one. But, uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Once again, boys, thank you guys. Until next week, we got Charlie, Will, Drew, Rob. Charlie's for me. Peace, motherfuckers. See you. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind it.